0: On this week's episode of The Fizz, me and Channy football break down week 11, Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. We did the tailgate today. It was a beautiful day. Sloppy game, but we got that W and we talk about it. We break it down. We have a couple other things for you. And then we close with an over. Under. But before we get into all of that, I do have to tell you guys about our amazing sponsor, which is Vosa. Vosa, the ready-to-drink vodka beverage, which comes in two kinds. They have their vodka water and then their Highline. The vodka water, 5% alcohol by volume, no carbonation, light flavor, very refreshing. That Highline, a little more alcohol by volume, 7%. It's got some natural flavoring to it, a little bit of carbonation, a little bit of sweetener. Vosa is a Michigan-made product who is now partnered with owner Kate Upton. So if you guys haven't tried this out yet, go give it a shot. If you order off their website, you can use 25% off with a promo code LAUNCH. That's 25% off with the promo code LAUNCH, and that's at VosaSpirits.com. Go check them out. Michigan products supporting the little guy. This podcast would love for you guys to go buy a case for this holiday season. Vosa, enjoy the finer things. But now, let's get into The Fizz. Hello and welcome to episode 128 of The Fizz. I am here with the main man, Channy Football, producer Mike behind the set, Pizzo head to dip, but that doesn't matter. Everything right now is high energy. We're live from HQ just about what? 20 minutes removed from
1: one of the most Lions electric Lions victories of the season. It's got to be the most electric victory of the season. Maybe outside the first week, but yeah. What a damn victory. Doesn't matter that they didn't play for 50 minutes, they came to play for the last 10. Game was trash. Game was tr- Last week was pure electricity, you felt really good about how the offense was
0: humming, this game was, it was trash. The Bears are trash. We shouldn't be happy at all with how they played, but this happens in the NFL, and good teams find a way to win, and holy shit, coming back and winning that game is going to be huge as we march forward. Dan
1: Campbell said it last week after the win against the Chargers, he said, don't apologize for... For winning in the NFL. You can't apologize. A win's a win. A win is a win. No matter how you win the game, no matter how ugly it looks, no matter how pretty you lose a game, you get a W in the win column. That's another win. Eight and two for the first time in 61 years. Holy shit. 61 years since the Lions have been eight and two. That is something my dad can't even remember seeing.
0: Yeah, my dad. Yep, my dad was maybe like ten years old, something like that. But I, you do know, to remember it. No. You don't remember it. I mean, let's start it off right. Frank. Yeah, let's. We've do been it. waiting we,
1: for a little while. We earned this on one this today. One. We
0: had to sweat that one out pretty good. Um, yeah. What did What did Campbell say last week? They're too hard to come by, men. That's They're right. Too hard to come by.
1: Too hard to come by. Cheers, one pride nation. Let's go. This one's for you. Mmm. Mmm. Tastes that much sweeter,
0: man. After a victory. That puts me back on the playground, I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that is so Sugar good. Sugar rush. Eight and two, beating the Bears. Always good to beat Chicago, no matter the sport, no matter the situation. Um, Bears fans got to be just down bad. That one had to just sting. There, I, it, there was no doubt in my mind we were losing that game. I didn't think there was any chance we were coming back. We could not stop them to save our lives. And then the time that we need to stop them, we come up with – two run stops in a row, and then Bears being Bears, take a deep shot downfield, Fields overthrows
1: them, we get the ball back, we go down, we score, we end the game. Yep, Bears were the Bears on that one. You know, kind of like you mentioned, though, we couldn't stop them at the start, and and let's just go into the game real quick. Let's jump right in. We're happy about the win. What we need to do, though, is obviously talk a little bit more about the game and analyze it. The first thing, time of possession. Bears Mm -hmm. basically doubled us up. For most of the game, they were getting into third down and converting third downs, or we were committing a lot of penalties on third down. Very sloppy game from that front in the sense that we just couldn't get off the field, and it wasn't like the Bears were making plays. Mm -mm. It was that we were shooting ourselves in the foot by either not stopping them and or committing penalties, which I think in the fourth, there was a branch penalty and then a Sutton penalty on back-to-back third downs, which killed us, so... I thought that was something that we definitely have to clean up going forward. Lack of time of possession. That's usually our game. Yeah. We're usually grounding and pounding and, and controlling the ball.
0: Yeah, it felt like Chicago's script, they ran the script. Yep. They ran the script. We they just they just were the they were when it when it was time to win the game, they couldn't close. Yep. And we could. Um golf, worst game of the season. Yep. I think I mean if we throw the Ravens game just in the trash, yep. this was definitely the worst game I thought we played all year. I even thought we played better during the Seahawks game. This this was just um, a really bad game. That was like, Goff looked like he was seeing ghosts out there. It didn't look good. Even on that final drive, I mean, he threaded that needle to Amin Ra. I mean, that thing could have easily been picked off and gone the other way.
1: 100%. 100%. The, goal,
0: the goal line fade to Amin Ra could have been picked off, and that should have went 99 yards the other way. I mean, this was not a good win um, until the last – seven minutes of the fourth quarter, they
1: they finally woke up and started playing. Exactly, exactly. It wasn't great on, on any front, defense, offense. Nothing seemed to be in sync. The, the biggest thing, and, I, you know, me and you were talking about it during the game, was the lack of pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I'm sure a lot of people are going to talk about this week and beyond because we didn't make the move at the trade deadline. We didn't add that edge rusher or that D tackle, and it seems like we were only bringing four, maybe five guys most of the game today. Um, that's a huge concern for me because, you know, to me, we're going to see hurts at some point. If we make it far enough in the playoffs, we're going to have to go through Philadelphia and the way that Justin Fields was buying time using his legs to convert on third downs, that's something that we really have to tighten up and hopefully with the readdition of James Houston, that'll that'll tie it up a little bit, although we need more schematic changes than just adding James Houston back into the lineup.
0: Yeah. And I want to you know, celebrate this one, but like, like you said, during the game, I mean, kind of three not great games in a row, at yep. least for the defense, yep. you know, um, obviously the chargers game gave up 38 points, needed every single one of them there. Um, which one am I blanket on? Cause obviously we just played the bears. Uh,
1: we, the Raiders the Raiders. Well. Yeah.
0: Not great. Yep. Not great. Um, but eight and two is eight and two, uh, winning division division game at home. You know, let's talk about kind of our day, yeah, leading into that game. So, as you guys know, we were out on the street, every home game, getting the tailgate video. So, today we went to actually a different location. We've done Easter Market. We've been around Comerica. We've done Greektown. Um, so, we went behind Fox uh, today, like the Fox Theater and that whole area. And that it was bumping. It was absolutely bumping back there. A lot of people tailgate back there. I don't think I ever have. Um, and I gotta say, today was like the most fun tailgate video I think we did.
1: I mean, we ran into a Reverend Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. The Muncher, the Muncher, number sixty nine. Yes, the Muncher. Yeah, he's
0: just cookie, which is just Cookie Monster, but he goes by the Muncher number sixty nine.
1: And then, of course,
0: Motorhead, Motorhead. Yeah,
1: walking around with a full engine on his. Yeah, head.
0: and the Bible Thumpers and the Jesus Freaks were uh, actually aggressive towards us today. Yes, which was interesting. Yes. Yeah, they called Spineless us snakes. Snake, maybe? they called us snakes and um, sloths. Yes. Yes, they called us all of those things, and they said we're just like dogs. Dogs. They called us dogs. Dogs. They called us dogs, too. So, I mean, I I don't hate the last chirp. No. Because we are some dogs. I think we have to repent, they said. Yeah. Well, whatever. (laughs) We repented with having to suffer through that game all the way to the end. Um, And then, if anybody saw our live video of when we went nuts for the touchdown, obviously very happy the Lions won the game, the touchdown, all of that. But the Fizz crew uh, had a hefty wager, a collective hefty Hefty. wager, hefty, (laughs) on – Monty, anytime, touchdown, Lions, money line. So we got all of that jam-packed into the final minute, subbed out Gibbs, put Monty in. Um, It was just – that was a special, special dub. I mean, that's a whole mood changer. Lions lose that game. We're doing a 10-minute podcast, sad, moping, crying. At least I am. (laughs) Uh, But now that they won, you know, we're chatty, we're happy, we're drinking fucking Kool-Aids, talking about the tailgate.
1: What a day. And it's 8-2, and, and we go into a short week against Green Bay next week. I will say this, though, and we, and we talked about it during the game, um, taking deep shots. You know, they opened it up late in the game, getting Jamison Williams some shots, getting Laporta some shots. That's something that I believe they had to do. How many times did we say throw it more than 5 or 10 yards? Yeah, It, feel like this, it felt like this was a game of checkdowns where we were hitting Laporta, Amon Ra, Gibbs, all underneath. And we finally opened it up here in the last 10 minutes, hitting J Mo over the top. He only had three targets today. It's time. Unleash the Kraken. Get him more involved in the offense. He's proven. He's proven. He's blocking. He's hustling. He's consistently at practice. He's getting to know the, the playbook. <laughs> that last one was kind of funny. Yeah, it, it is. But, uh, you know, between injury and suspension, <laughs> he, yeah, he he's wasn't bad, practicing at better. all. Yeah, you know, I hear you. You know, so. Um, we put his snacks to rest, which mm-hmm. gave him an extra boost. That's right. But all in all, you know, you need to get him more involved because he's that guy that blows the top off. And you saw that in the last two drives. His threat of going deep opened up the run game and the underneath passing and gave you lanes and pockets that we weren't seeing mm-hmm. for more than more than the duration of the first 3 quarters. Yeah, and,
0: and I love the touchdown. Love the touchdown. I mean, that's I think, you know, if was able to have a long career with us, we're going to see hundreds of touchdowns like that where yep. he's just kind of got everyone beat, the ball's thrown a little behind him and he's catching it with his chest. I feel like he catches a lot of things with his chest, but I get excited when I see him make the routine grabs like over the middle, you yep. know, like he got hit with a slant today that was a little bit tight, a little bit in close. He secured it, got down. That's a good pickup. You know, it's, I like to see those almost more than the deep ball. Obviously everyone loves the deep ball, but that is kind of the joke is that he's just a four verts guy. And that's the only thing he can be good for. He'll be really dangerous if he can get the ball in, in, over the middle in space, make a couple of moves, and really use that
1: speed with the ball as opposed to without it. Amen. Amen. And, you know, I felt like we didn't see much of Reynolds today. We didn't see much. He, uh, he had a couple of nice grabs, though. Like, I felt like when he was yeah.
0: called upon, he's very sure-handed. But I totally agree. I felt like receivers, even, even though I no
1: yeah. – uh, yeah, right. Very little Raymond, very little Reynolds today. It was really Amonra, a lot of Gibbs. And then at the end, you saw more Laporta, J-Mo. Again, though, you know, my, my overall concern was the time of possession today. And just looking into it, 46 rush attempts for the Bears, 22 for us. Yeah. It's usually flopped the other way when we're playing an opponent. Yeah, and we just didn't have
0: the ball. I mean, we just – we didn't have the ball, so we literally just didn't have the time to have those attempts. Mm -hmm. And when we had the ball, it was – we had to throw. It was time to fucking throw the ball. Yep. And, I mean, golf's absolute worst game of the year, most likely. I mean, I I would have to go back and watch the tape on the the, uh, Ravens, which I'm not going to do. But, (laughs) I mean, he looked like he was seeing ghosts today. But, to his credit, as always, when it mattered most – He didn't miss a throw and he didn't make a big mistake. Yep. You know, uh, so you got to give him credit. I read some like, you know, some like motivational quote the other day. It's like great, great athletes and champions like know what their best is on every day. And Mm -hmm. every day is not going to be the best of your best. And I just felt like golf today, you know, wasn't a great game. Didn't mope, didn't cry, didn't get down, didn't force it, won the game. With, th- with three picks on his resume. And
1: we keep saying it. You know, good teams win games. Great teams find a way to win different kind of games. And we've said it now for four, five, six weeks now. It seems like the Lions are just winning different types of games. You lose the turnover battle 4-1 to one today. You lose time of possession 40-20 to 20 today. You get basically, well, until the last drive, you were getting beat on total yards. Um, but you find a way to win. And it's just putting that whole SOL to rest. This is a totally different team, Show it. a totally different mantra. SOL is dead. RIP. It died in 2023. It was a good 60-year run, but there is no more SOL. It's BNL, and these brand-new Lions know how to win no matter what type of game they're in.
0: Yeah, and I hope uh, anybody at Ford Field or watching the game today didn't shut it off because I know it got to the point where it, it seemed like Very that close. could happen. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Very it was, close. I mean, it was
0: dark. It was quiet. They were booing at Ford Field. Um, but, man, I got to tell you guys, Detroit, Michigan is a special place uh, for football because with the Bears in town, that was our first divisional tailgate. Yes. That was
1: our first divisional tailgate. Correct. Wild this late in the year. I know. It was surprising. And we saw more opposing fans it was awesome than we've seen in any game this year even including the Raiders who generally travel well. We saw a ton of Bears fans and I know Detroit is hockey town and we love our Red Wings but there's just something about just not just the Lions but the Lions being good that we've never seen. I mean this has got to be the best sports city in the country.
0: I mean it was just the streets were flooded, and today might have been one of the most beautiful days of fall. It was warm out. But it had a nice, crisp air to it. A lot of Bears fans. Just a good old Midwestern. Yes. Mid-November rivalry game. The Bears fans were fired up. They obviously came to play today. Uh, but man, it does feel nice to talk shit to these opposing fans and actually have something to back it up with for once.
1: It sure does. And I'd like to talk shit to the Bears fans right now. Congratulations on your 12th straight loss against an NFC North opponent. Oh my god. When was the last time they beat us? It's been at least two seasons because we won in Chicago last year. We took the last home game of last year uh, against them. The, so the first time, while.
0: we the first time we played them last year started the new the team, run, the new yes. team. And it was like a one point fluke victory. Correct. And that started where we are now. Yep. That started the six and two close of the season and then eight and two now, if that math's correct. But I think that's
1: pretty close. Yeah, I think it is too. So good win today. Um, hey, you, you, they're not all going to look pretty, but it all looks the same at the end of the day, and we are 8-2 and two again for the first time since 1962. And again, let's celebrate Detroit. How many years have we been told the Lions shouldn't be hosting a Thanksgiving game? They don't deserve the Thanksgiving game. They should switch it out because of the product that's on the field. Well, Detroit celebrate. For those who have come before us, for those who go with their parents, take their kids, have made this an annual tradition, get ready for Thursday because this is the first time in nearly three decades that we have a chance to take the division at this time of year and that probably the first time since the color TV came around (laughs) that we are one of the best shows in town in the National Football League. So Detroit, take your bow and take it in this Thursday when you come downtown for Thanksgiving.
0: And it's going to be awesome to whack the Packers around on yes. actual television. It's yes. going to be nice to say to this could be could be Vikings are still playing hot and obviously the Lions haven't looked great. I am getting a little ahead of myself, but this if we ass whack Green Bay on Thursday in front of everyone, that that could be the torch being passed.
1: I would agree 100%, and for all those years that we lost to Green Bay, for the, what, 20-some-odd years we lost in Green Bay, yeah. for the countless years we got beat by Favre and Rodgers, let's go on a national stage yeah. and just absolutely beat them into the ground. With this the, other, day. the other teams eating our turkey legs and all of it, <laughs> yeah. you know.
0: This is ours now. I want to throw uh, some stats out here from today's game. Mm-hmm. Uh, at... In the fourth quarter, I'm trying to look at the time, but basically the Chicago Bears' win probability mm-hmm. uh, got up to 98.2%. 98.2% because the, the Lions were down 12 with three minutes left. Mm-hmm. That's So at the three-minute mark, 98.2% the Bears were supposed to win that game. Ain't over till it's over. Yeah, and I was still nervous at the end, too, with 29 seconds left. I mean, we've seen our defense, and Fields is like – if anything, just a big play guy. Yep. Um, and DJ Moore. I mean, it's it was two passes and they could have been in field goal range. Uh, and I'm glad it just ended right away. And Hutch punting the ball into the stands. Um, it's it's funny. Like at the end of this game, like you know we probably outgained them. Um, a lot of people's stats came together. Hutch is going to have
1: that like safety
0: and a sack, but like none of that was happening all game.
1: No, it wasn't. And kudos to the team for keeping their head down. You know, keep it on, keep it on, and especially for Hutch, who was getting double teamed. I know he got a holding or two against him. Kind of a frustrating game until that for him to step up and make that big of a play that late and then to punt the damn ball in the stands. <laughs> yeah. Salute to you, Hutch. Um, in the middle of the
0: game, C.D. Gardner-Johnson tweeted uh, after Golf's third pick,
1: mm-hmm. he tweeted weather the storm, which I thought was kind of tight. Hey, it's that mentality. They weathered the storm. They weathered the storm. So Frank, I know we talked about it before we get into the rest of the NFL, but looking ahead to next week, we're not going to be on because we're going to be down here for our tailgate Thursday morning. Yep. We come to every home tailgate. You guys know that by now, yep. but no Wednesday night taping because we'll be here early Thursday morning. And we got to get back, do some family stuff. That's it's family right. day. And that's right. So we're gonna be down here. We're gonna be down here early, maybe taking in the parade a little bit. Yeah. maybe taking in the Lions yeah. game a little bit, but it should be an absolutely festive day with all eyes on Detroit this so, Thursday. So have you done have you done the Thanksgiving game? One time in my life. Yeah. I did it about uh, eight or ten years ago we played the Vikings at home. okay. Uh, we actually ended up winning that game, but one time only. But I didn't take in the tailgate or anything like that. You just I came, went to the game? Came down, just went to the game, got out of there. Yeah. So I've never been down and tailgated or really took in the, the environment or atmosphere yeah. of a Thanksgiving I mean, game. some
0: people have done it their whole lives and yep. it's like their routine. And I, I know, you know, some people love it. I know other I know most people love it, but I know it's a marathon of a day. Like if you come down, do that tailgate, watch the early Lions game, get back get back home and then do Thanksgiving with, you know, Mimaw. It's a, it's a it's a long day pappy and mom. Yeah, exactly um so yeah we'll be down here doing the tailgate and then probably gonna bolt back home to watch the game uh at our respective homes uh but i am really looking forward to seeing what it's like down here because i've never done it at all i've never even been in the city for the uh for a
1: tailgate. and i'm excited for, for thanksgiving it. tailgate i'm excited for it and and again before we pivot i do want to shout out one more thing shout out to the Champagne Army, yeah, it was good today hearing from a lot of people who who recognize Champagne and yeah. what we were doing. You saw a couple of your your apparel items out in the wild. Very cool. Shout out to the Champagne Army. I feel like. We're running into some of the same people at these tailgates, which is cool. Yeah. And then we're getting recognized and we're actually getting to interact with some people who follow the account and listen to the podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's the tailgates are so fun. Yeah, so, I mean if you guys are ever out there and you see us, we have a big camera rig. You can't really really miss us uh it's three of us bopping around with a mic but yeah i mean it's it's awesome every week to see people with apparel we're running into same people over and over we saw our boys at the harbor house yep they were fucking electric he sang ed sheeran for us again yep um dj matco dj matco we gotta see his live man we gotta find it and he was spot on
1: said uh, a win by three lions by three is what he said mikey we're gonna need that in the video we gotta find that clip (laughs) yeah so
0: dj matco if you guys haven't watched he he carries around a laptop like just carries it around like this and it's and it's live the whole time he had a sidekick today yeah he did but he ran into us and he's he always lets us know that he's live and that he's smoking like he always has to let us know like i'm smoking
1: oh he had a gutted backwood in in his hands today too yeah
0: yeah he did uh
1: a lot of characters out at those
0: tailgates and uh yeah, we just appreciate everyone. I mean, people are giving us beers, are giving us shots. I did the the eagle, whatever that yes. was today. I always uh, free eagle or something yeah, like so that. Like, yeah, and whenever I have to chug, I if. Mike could probably put together a highlight reel. If I'm ever having to chug something on camera, it's always like I just choke on it. Like I just I don't have it anymore. I don't have the chug in me anymore. Always, Tighten up. Yeah, I I that's like Lou, man. Lou could probably open that throat and just yeah. pound him, put him down. Oh, I dude. think my favorite guy today, though, was I think Muncher cracked me up the hardest. Oh, yeah. Like that was he's full cookie monster. 69, Muncher. Uh, you know, goes to every game. Yep. I just that guy I thought took the cake for me today. The Reverend was pretty good. You talk for a little too long. He's got to tighten that thing. If you do that thing a minute, you're going to get everyone fired up. That's
1: why Mass is an hour, because his homily just goes way too
0: long. Crazy. And he just took the mic from me. We were, we were held hostage. <laughs> he took the mic and was on the on the tailgate there, and I we couldn't leave. <laughs> We had to listen to his whole sermon because he took our microphone.
1: Uh, we'll, we'll have to see if Lou's got some footage, but we got you. you. You looked like you had ants in your pants waiting to get that mic back. You were like rocking back and forth trying to give him subliminal signals. Well, I
0: know. I was all That was early in the tailgate, so, you know, I you know I pop the energy drink. We get down there. I'm buzzing around. It's a nice uh, day. I was just kind of like, you know, I was kind of just fired up. Couldn't really sit still. Rest his leg syndrome.
1: And the, the last one that I want to talk about is the lady who bought – the grill cover off of sky mall. Yeah. Um, I've never, what met. was that story? I, it, so she said she started her season tickets in 2001 last season at the silver dome. And when she did, she was on a plane, a Delta plane, okay. she mentioned. Okay. And she bought a Detroit lions grill cover, which looked like a helmet off of the sky mall magazine, the infamous sky mall magazine in the back of the seats. On oh. every seat. You remember how it was Sky Mall and it had like crazy popcorn machines or shit? I'm looking at it now. Yes. Well, yeah. she got a grill cover and she actually bought it from Sky Mall. Yeah. She said she never bought anything else from Sky Mall. That okay. was the only item. And I it, never met anyone who bought anything from Sky Mall.
0: No, me neither. And honestly, I had to look up what it was because I didn't remember. But I'm looking at all the wacky stuff now. But it, it was uh the grill cover was a big lion's helmet. Yes. Like a big vintage lion's helmet. Yes. And she fucking put it on. <laughs> She put it on. It was like so old and nasty. It's a grill cover. Crusted like, out. Crusted out. And she, this woman's like, we didn't even ask her or didn't, did we ask her? Uh, I don't. I, I feel like she, that was she, very voluntary. She said, do you want me to? Did you? Oh, okay. oh you did ask her? Producer Mike Mike asked her. Asked her. I didn't know that. I thought she was just like, okay, <laughs>
1: go Lions.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. It's crazy what, you know, what people are doing out there. Hey. All for champagne. Yeah. All for the cam. I thought we ran into the absolute grill master. I'm like, all right, where's the secret? Where are you getting all this nice meat? And he was like, Kroger. I was like, oh, <laughs> I thought maybe. Okay. All right. <laughs> Do you think that guy actually had bear chili? There's another guy out there who said he had bear chili. He and he said, said it was actual bear. He said
1: he did. I mean, Lou, I, I wish he was here, but Lou shot a bear one time. And That's real? Lou meat. wasn't lying to me? No, Lou has a bear.
0: A 300-pound bear. Yes, that's an anorexic bear. Um,
1: yes, it it def it most definitely is. Skinny bear, vegan bear. Um, I, that guy's like oh 300? Mine's 550, bud. If uh if I They were fucking
0: measuring dicks out there.
1: If I can find the picture, I'm going to have to show it to you and maybe I'll send it out to Um, Either you or producer Mike to put on uh, our Instagram. But I have a picture of Lou Sr., Lou's dad, who got a bear one time. I believe that. And this bear sits in their den of their house. And this thing, sir, is absolutely massive. Look at what Lou Sr. caught.
0: Where is that?
1: Now that is. Can you show the camera? uh, Yes. That is an absolutely massive bear. That is Lou Sr. who took down a bear in, I believe, Canada on a hunting trip. Let me see that again. And that thing is probably 800 to 1,000 pounds.
0: Yeah, and eight or nine feet tall. Yes. I mean, and Lou's
1: dad's not a small guy. No.
0: And he looks like a dwarf there. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So they are bear hunters. Not they to mention there's like a big moose kind of popping <laughs> in the corner of the screen. There.
0: Dude, that reminds me of the bear at State, the polar bear. Yeah. You remember that monster polar bear? Did yes. you ever have a class in that building? Yes. Yeah. I can't remember. Natural what sciences? Field. Natural sciences. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I got to tell you, vibes were just like, I think, the highest I've ever seen at tailgate. I mean, the weather was just, ah oh, chef's kiss today. Everyone was fired up. You know, I think uh, obviously the game made everyone a little tight in the pants, but didn't matter. Dubs a dub, beat Chicago, 8-2, on to the Packers four days later, um, who are now 4-6 and six after upsetting the Chargers at home, which I'm pretty shocked happened.
1: Yeah, I can't believe that happened. I mean, it, it's about that time. Um, I think we may have seen Chargers coach Brandon Staley coach his last game. Um, I actually just got a stat from one of the guys that I work with. So thank you to uh, Dylan for sending it over. Okay. Of the last 12 games that the Chargers have played, they have beaten one starting quarterback, Kirk Cousins. They are 4-8 and eight in their last 12 games. Their victories include Kirk Cousins, Aiden O'Connell, Tyler Bajent, and Zach Wilson. Wow. Those are their only four victories in their last 12 games with a franchise quarterback and one of the best young quarterbacks in the league, Justin Herbert. That's completely unacceptable. And to lose at Green Bay today, Brandon Staley's days may be numbered at this point in time.
0: Yeah, and the rumors are Bilicek likes California. Yes. Doesn't feel right to me at all to, like, picture bill belichick like the cold midwestern boston guy coaching the la chargers <laughs> it just doesn't feel right to me uh i will tell you who uh would probably look pretty sexy over there is ben johnson though oh i
1: think he would have a field day with those offensive weapons
0: cold take here i don't think ben johnson's gonna go i mean this wow. is way too early to have this conversation but depending on our success this year i mean some people just know when they got it good Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they give Campbell a raise and they make him the highest paid OC in the NFL could be, and we re-sign Goff, you know, you keep the band together and everything's good, but obviously everyone's coaching dream in life is to be the head coach of an NFL. There's only, you know, 30 of them, whatever it is, 32. Uh, so I don't know, maybe I'm just pipe dreaming, but Hey, just a thought.
1: You never know. You never know. I would just want him to hear it.
0: Let him know. We want him to stay. We want him
1: to stay. So, Hey, Ben, you can stay as long as you want, but, um, Huge loss for the Chargers. That really crushes their season. Other than that, though, Frank, I mean, we were talking about it and prepping for this kind of status quo. The only other underdog to actually outright win in the early 1 o'clock games was the Giants. They beat the Commanders. DeVito, baby. Tommy D cooking up the cutlets. Dude,
0: build the statue. (laughs) Build the fucking statue. If there's ever a guy that I wanted to be the New York Giants quarterback, like, moving forward, it would be – Devito. What is his first name? Tommy. Tommy Devito. That's great. Tommy
1: Devito. Living at
0: home with his parents. Yep. Mom's baking him fucking ZD before every game. <sighs>
1: it's it's, He's a, it's a jersey guy. It's a fairy tale story. Yeah. It's awesome. You know. So that was the only other outright win. But other than that, Dallas just beat up on the Panthers. Everyone saw that one coming. Yep. Miami slid by the the, the Raiders. That was
0: that was interesting. Boring yep. game, but like they grinded it out. Yep. They win. I think. The Browns-Steelers, Browns win 13-10. Like, that could have been AI-generated. Like, I feel like that is, like, exactly (laughs) what we thought would happen, right? I mean, just a boring AFC East uh, sludge match and the Browns win by three points at home in a 13-10 game.
1: 259 yards to 249 yards. Like, everyone saw that one coming. Yes. Um, And the Browns come out on top. Browns seven and three this year which is wild to say yeah that is um I, I did, did pick I say them. NFC did I say did I say the wrong division there
0: mm, I don't I don't remember what I God. don't think AFC you did yeah, okay. but
1: um you know I, I know I had predicted Browns to make the playoffs I think one someone else uh here predicted the Browns to make the playoffs too but to see how much <laughs> Deshaun Watson has been out Nick Chubb going out early in the season for them to just basically patch in quarterbacks. Today it was Dorian Thomas-Robinson. They've had Walker. Why didn't
0: Walker play?
1: I, I have no idea. I why guess Wa- it just
0: doesn't matter. It's yeah. just
1: all about their defense. It's their defense. So for them to be 7-3 and three this late into the year without their starting quarterback and starting running back, testament to them. And the Steelers, if they had any quarterback, they'd probably be 8-2 and two yeah. at this point in time.
0: They're the weirdest. They're a really strange team. Yep. Um, and then I think there was one more game – we didn't talk about Houston, Arizona and the and Jags Titans, yep. you know, which I, I'll be honest, like, even though we had red zone going for most of the day, like I was hooked on the Lions game. I didn't really watch many of these games. And like you said, none of them were that exhilarating, but I mean, Titans are just such a terrible team. Yeah. You know, the Jags seem like they, you know, like I kind of want to just check out the Jags really quick. I want to know if we're on fraud watch or not, you know, so they, beat, they seem to beat the teams they should and then lose to the teams that, like, would be a stretch. Yep. You know, so they beat the Colts to start the year, should have won that game, lose to the Chiefs, upset by the Texans. You know, they beat the Falcons. So their biggest win is the Bills, but even though we've learned the Bills are fraudy this year. They're yep. not the Bills that we knew in the past, so that's kind of their mark. And marquee. that's a
1: game in London, too.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and they were there the week before. Yes, so. exactly. Then they beat the Colts again, they beat the Saints who aren't good, Steelers aren't great, yep. um, blown out by the Niners, and then today beat the Titans. So they're, they're like, an, I don't know if I believe in the Jags too much, but um, they're about to run through the gauntlet. So they go Texans, Bengals, Browns, Ravens. That's a, that's a tough stretch here for the Jags. That's wild that they play three teams in the same division that's not in their back division. Back to back to back. back. Yeah. Yeah. Wild.
1: It'll be, a, it'll be a tough test, but with no Burrow, with Deshaun Watson That's being right, out, a couple of those games are going to be a little easier than previously thought. They need to get their ticketing and security situation figured out Who's before that? anything. Oh, yeah, yeah right. Oh,
0: my God. Lou down in Jacksonville.
1: <laughs> yeah. For, I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is too good. Oh, man. So... <sighs> So that's the NFL this week. we got a couple late games on right now. Seahawks currently beating the Rams early in that. Buffalo beating the Jets. We know what's going to happen there. Niners beating the Bucks. You can assume the Niners are going to win there. So kind of a, a, a an odd week in the NFL because this next week coming up so weird like next Sunday isn't going to be as many games as usual we're going to have bye weeks we're going to have Thanksgiving games you still have your Monday night game next week so it'll be a an even odder week next week um but uh switching gears here did you hear the news about the the casinos well i did because of you yes so walk me through it back open yeah. or at least tentative agreement so i don't know how uh labor negotiations work between okay. unions and the companies. Yeah, I'm not, if you could enlighten me, no, please I let me know. No, it's not really my thing. But I did read as of Friday that it sounded like uh, the the dealer union or whatever union that is, yeah. the gaming union, Okay, um, they reached a tentative agreement. So for all you sickos who are looking to scratch that itch either Thursday night after you got some family time, maybe Black Friday, yeah. you tell the wife you're going out and getting some deals yeah. and getting dealt some cards yeah. and instead going to hey, work head on downtown because the casinos seem to be heading back open in the right direction we're back baby we are back we're back
0: so i got this video here i haven't watched it yet but i'm just kind of scrolling twitter at the end of the game and mm-hmm. it sounds like we got cj gardner johnson like reacted live to mm-hmm. the final play of like hutch getting a sack i just kind of want to see see if we get any good sound bite here Let's oh, hear what he says In- okay insane that was I told you I didn't <laughs> listen to it before uh, but he started playing the fucking the lions one again song that is a fucking jam we heard that at tailgate a little bit too people were playing that.
1: Good seeing CD, too, because, you know, he only played, what, two games for us. Hasn't been here longer than that, but for him to still be so invested, backing his team. I know you posted the video, what was it, a week ago or so, of him back in the lab working out. He's working out. He wants to get back. Yeah, it's good to see him getting back, staying invested in this team. And by all accounts, I I think the target is the playoffs for him to still come back.
0: Oh, yeah. I think he's going to do everything he can. I am just... Again, scrolling scrolling Twitter to to pull content for this right now, but, like, Bears media headline uh, from WindyCityGridiron.com. Bears dominate most of the game, but cowardly coaching decisions predictably hand the win to the Lions at the end. Are the days when the Bears fans can take comfort in at least being able to dominate one pathetic team at an end? Mm-hmm. They are down bad. They are down very bad.
1: Boo-hoo.
0: Yeah. We've been there, Bears fans. Oh, for a long time. I actually wanted to look up kind of um, – what i'm not gonna do this now but like what the bears stats have been like since we were born like so like from 1990 until Mm -hmm. today because i always have felt like the bears were viewed as a better team because they're right next to us all the time i mean they have been better there's no doubt about that they obviously went to a super bowl with rex grossman and they do have their one super bowl so they have us beat there for sure but i wonder how far apart it
1: is not very far you know what
0: i mean like they've always just been like like, what? what is it in, like, uh, Hall Pass, where it's just like, he's doing this with the girls, yeah, yeah. and he's just like, look,
1: it's all a bunch of <laughs> uglier girls, so she looks she looks yeah, more attractive. Yeah. Like,
0: that's kind of where I think the Bears have been, and now it's just like,
1: yeah, they're just a bad
0: organization. They're terrible. They're bad.
1: I mean, they the thing about the Bears that we've had that they haven't – they haven't had a quarterback since Jim McMahon back in the 80s. They literally have not had a starting quarterback in nearly 40 years. Dude, they're all-time – leading receiver
0: is a guy named johnny morris who played from 1958 to 1967 come on that's their number one all-time leading receiver number two is harlan hill who you might remember from those historic 1954 to 1961 teams and then number three alshon jeffrey
1: there we go but isn't that kind of like he was there like a couple of years. Like they barely did the forward pass back in the '40s, '50s, and '60s. Dude,
0: number four is Walter Payton.
1: <laughs> like
0: that's how, like much they refuse to address their offense, like ever. Oh man, that is that is incredible. I know, really incredibly is. wild. Um, what a day! What an awesome, uh, awesome win! And then we go into our what is it as our third Pride Time game. We open the we open the season on yep. Thursday. We had the Monday night. Now we have this Fourth. one.
1: What's well, what? one am I missing? Green Bay, uh, week four, Thursday night. We played at. Oh Green yeah, Bay. yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so this Chiefs, is number four.
0: Green Bay
1: Raiders, Green Bay,
0: and then we might get a flex at the end of the season yeah. if that Minnesota game means anything.
1: Minnesota, Dallas. Yeah, uh, sounds like it could be a flex option. Either one of
0: them, Minnesota. We have two Minnesotas
1: at the end of the yeah. year. It, it's definitely opportunities for some flex options at the end of the game. But um, you know, before we break here, I know we said we're going to be down here. I foreshadowed the weather forecast because Mm. we're a weather podcast here. We are. Um, And would you look at that? The only day in the 50s for the next two weeks, Thursday, November 23rd, 50 degrees, mostly sunny, 2% chance of rain. (sighs) Happy Thanksgiving. Praise be. Praise (laughs) be.
0: I'm thankful. Hey, well... That's That's awesome. I'm thankful for everyone who follows the show and everything here, but guess what I'm also thankful for? I'm thankful for Jerry, uh, who actually just in the next, last five minutes sent us an over-under. Let's go, Jer. so Jerry. Jerry to be on it. Jerry comes in clutch. I forgot to tell him we were recording today. We don't communicate well at this company, um, <laughs> but he did send me a list. I appreciate you, Jerry. I know you're hanging out with uh, – with your boy. So I uh, appreciate you getting this done. He wrote LGRW, the wings stink. And I think a lot of people are angry at the Red <laughs> Wings right now. I'm not even going to talk about the Euro trip. Save my breath on that. Number one, Channy football,
1: Friendsgiving over underrated. Friendsgiving. So I'm, uh, this is a little sensitive for me this year because this is the first time in maybe four or five years this year that we have not done a Friendsgiving. Mm. Um, I'm a big Friendsgiving guy. I like to get everyone back together. That is what the holidays are about, being around family and friends, breaking bread, drinking and reminiscing and making new memories. With that being said, Friendsgiving is underrated.
0: Without a doubt. Friendsgiving is better than Thanksgiving. Yes. Like that's not even a hot take. Friendsgiving is better than Thanksgiving. Um, Get all the boys back in town, all the friends and family. It's great stuff. Friendsgiving underrated. Uh, Number two, this is on me, putting up your own Christmas lights. Um, Putting up your own Christmas lights is completely overrated. You should call, what's his company's name? The Lighting Authority. Thank you. You should call the Lighting Authority, Luigi Pizzo. He'll help you out. He'll put up all your lights. Putting up your own lights stinks. It's dangerous. You don't want to do it. You have better things to do. Why don't you have Lou come by, put up your lights. That's what you should be doing. Lighting Authority, under- the lighting authority is underrated putting up your own lights overrated
1: yeah and it's either lighting authority or holiday lighting authority either way if you need information on putting on your lights dm us on our account we'll get you connected because just like frank said i agree putting up your own lights is overrated know why because a lot of times it doesn't come out looking good hire the professionals hire lou and his crew at the Holiday Lighting Authority.
0: And he's grinding. I mean, he's, like, he's like doing some glue stuff. He, like, burned his face with a, <laughs> with a glue gun, we learned this week. He has, like, a little cut on his face. I was like, what happened there? He's like, I burned my face with a glue gun. And he kind of just paused. I was like, well, like, I mean, I need more than that. Like, what were you doing? And he's like, well, there's sometimes when you put the lights up and I got too close to my face. And then, I don't know, then we started tailgating again. But... Um, Yeah, so call Lou, and I'm going to have to invoice him for that plug.
1: All right, number three on the list, Channy Football, eggnog. Eggnog. I don't like eggnog. I think I've tried it once in my life, maybe twice. Not my cup of tea. Eggnog overrated eggnog is overrated
0: Uh, i do this dumb cycle probably every three years i'm like oh eggnog it's the holidays let's get it i get eggnog i pour myself one glass i take three sips i hate it the eggnog sits in there till january it expires and then i don't buy it for three years and i do that whole forget thing and i buy it again eggnog's overrated yes i don't even know what it is it's Uh, like
1: cream isn't it or
0: milk or i don't know is there eggs in it is it made with eggs? i don't think so what about nog (laughs) number four Christmas music, Christmas music. Is this is on me. Yes, it is. How do I fix, how do you mix it up with how do you mess it up with two people? <laughs> Christmas music. Uh, you know what? Christmas music is underrated. It serves its purpose. It is supposed to bring joy and all that. It, it's only when you overdo Christmas music if you're starting it around Halloween. Um, and I'm a big I'm a big uh, proponent of just like get through Thanksgiving and then you can go Christmas all out. I don't get like too mad at people who start too early, but I like to give Thanksgiving its time. You know. After Thanksgiving Friday, I'll put up the lights, I'll get the Christmas tree, all that stuff, but not until after Thanksgiving, Um, and that's when you can start the Christmas music, and uh, I love Christmas music, so I'm going to say underrated.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on this one, Frank. Um, Underrated for Christmas music. The place and time, though, like you said, don't start it too early. And you got to do it while you're putting up decorations, while you're having the family over, when it starts snowing out. A little Christmas music just gets you in the mood. And I will say top two Christmas music artists, number one and number two in no particular order, Michael Buble, Mariah Carey. Yeah, I think it's a very respected
0: list. Uh, I was actually going to ask you if you had a favorite favorite Christmas song because I know mine. Um, mine is without a doubt, uh, what Christmas means to me by the goat Stevie wonder that song. When I hear those bells start jingling and ding, and I'm ready to fucking go. I'm ready for Santa. I yeah. want the cookies, the milk,
1: all, all of it. I, I will tell you, nug. uh, Santa tell me is a new good one by Ariana Grande. That's kind oh, of a good new yeah. school one. Yeah. I like Santa tell me and anything like the silent night, by Michael Buble, it's just a classic. Plug, though, my wife just told me yesterday she was going to this. Mariah Carey, December 1st, at Little Caesars, doing a Christmas concert. Wow. Yes. Wow. So if you love Christmas music, go see her on Friday the 1st here in Detroit. There you go. I mean,
0: the amount of... I saw some stat, and I we should find it, but how much she makes each year on, like... Oh.
1: I can only imagine.
0: What? Let's see. What, what does Mariah Carey make each year on Christmas? On all I want. What's your guess? If you had to guess um so i wish i'd read it before you asked me i just seen it too okay so a report from the new york post is out you're reading estimated that she makes around three million every year from the song in 2021 it was claimed that carrie had ranked in more than 60
1: million from all i want
0: for christmas is you and she continues to profit from the track she also enjoys a number of sponsorship size ties thanks to the song
1: that's what i saw 60 million
0: what a song since 94 what a song one song We got to come out with something, man. We got to come out with a fucking That
1: pirate song might get there one day. Yeah, maybe we
0: could put like a Christmas twang to it and get it going. We got to clean that song up too, by the way. Um, Okay, that was good. And then I think we got our last one here. I have no idea who's up. It could be anybody. Okay, Channy, number five. Uh, Come on, Jerry. Giving homeless guys money. Jerry,
1: come on, man. (laughs) Is this a win-win or a lose -lose? Overrated, get a job. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I am going to say this, though, overrated. Okay. There are many different means. Um, There are many different organizations. There are many different places around the city, the state, that you can help people who are in need. I'm not a fan of just giving people on the street money because I don't know where that's going and what it's being used for. Yeah, that's fair. So, with that being said, I'm going to say giving homeless people money is overrated. Helping out those who are in need is underrated. Very well put. That's very well put.
0: You know, um, and a lot of times, you know, if there's homeless people out there and they're trying to, like, play an instrument or they're doing something like that, you know, I try to give a dollar here or there when I can, you know, if they're just like kind of barking at me on the street, you know, the other day I walked out of HQ and I was, uh, I had to go to 7-Eleven and dude, this guy just barked at me. He was like, cigarette. And I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, cigarette. And I was like, I don't, and he's like, do you have a cigarette? I'm like, no, I don't have a cigarette. He's like, all right, brother, have a blessed day. Like, you, like, calmed down. It was, it was a very strange interaction. Like, it scared the shit out of me, too, him barking cigarette at me. But I'm going to agree with you, Chandler, actually. I think, is, I think it is overrated. If you can give them food, that's great. Um, yep. But handing them money straight up is not really something I do. Uh, but, yeah, you can help people in need. Uh, just like you said, I think you said it perfectly. So I'll say overrated, but helping people out is not overrated. And tis the season. That's right. Tis the season. It's the season of giving. It is. Um, and the lions are giving us playoff vibes after another victory eight and two great tailgate day, beautiful day in the city, blessed to be in Detroit and a part of this, uh, community and culture, the greatest city on earth. Absolutely. So for, for me and Channy here at, uh, at Champagne HQ, we'll sign off. For episode 128, we thank you for listening. As always, share with a friend. Tell them about it. Share the videos, comments, likes, all that stuff always helps us. And enjoy
1: your Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. See you Thursday, Detroit. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. See you.